for the people hearing, never sell yourself for short. Ever. If you know your worth, do it for a price. It's a thing of me. Like, I live for the drama. <laughs> I live! Like, live it might it. even... It might not even concern me, but just knowing the juicy details of how that person destroyed the other person's life, which is, oh, girl, bring me the tea, bring me some toast. I don't know. I'm ready. Welcome to the AAA Podcasts, a podcast where I have a conversation <laughs> with anyone, anywhere, at any time. Today, I am with Ruth Santana. We are in Lisbon, and it's 6 p.m. Hello, Ruth. Oh, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I, it's it's a blessing. As I told you, like I I love. I've heard your all of your episodes. There's so of many the... of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's so many. <laughs> no, but I've I've loved. I love the formats. Um, thank you. I love the thing that it's so casual. Like, it, like there's no pressure into like. Oh my god. Can I ask next? What what do I need to yeah. say next? Like, it's, it's a chill thing, and it's even chiller to listen because it almost feels like a friend or a community. Like being part there, like being in there is like. Thank you. I don't know. It, it's, it's it has that feeling, my, my, my... especially. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Uh, especially because um, I don't know if if it can affect the viewers per se, but for me, since we work together, so hello, me and Pierre work together, yes. Um, Say it, no, now they know. <laughs> oh, now they know. Oh. <laughs> um, but knowing, not knowing other people's lives, but knowing certain moments, certain circumstances, like it, it reaches that level of, I didn't know that this could happen to this person yeah. or this happened to this uh, person. It's like... It gets that family-friendly environment, I believe. Thanks a lot, because that's exactly what I want to, to bring in into AAA. It's, I've listened to many podcasts, and I, I love the format of, of a podcast, of having conversation with people. Yeah. But so many of them are just interviews, where the, the interviewer, so me here, would have like 20, 40, 50 questions prepared. <laughs> and, you know, your interviewees basically is saying something about their life that happened to them and you're not even listening because you're thinking okay i'm going to say that next uh he's not talking about what i want yeah. to talk about so let's ask another question no i try to have a um a conversation with people basically it's, yeah absolutely it's easier also because i know you like uh again we've been working together for a while now so uh we talk in the office and everything so it's it's totally different than having to interview like uh a total stranger um so that would be a uh you know next step to do because i'd love to do that as well but i'm sure i could recreate some sort of uh, camaraderie you know of uh yeah having you know just a, a normal chat a, casu a casual chat with someone casual chat absolutely learning things about themselves and their life and how they get there how they got there basically yeah and it leaves a person at ease like I also don't need to think like, okay, hold on, let me just go into my memory about that thing. Uh, yeah, it's this thing. Okay, yo, bingo, this is it. Yeah, I have the answer. Oh, but wait, he's asking another question right now. Why? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, like it, it doesn't have like that stress over each uh, of, the com of the conversation. So it really leaves a person at ease to just, you know, chill out, 
yeah, just you know, breathe in, breathe out, take your time. I can cut things. So if you say if you say <laughs> yeah, like, if you insult someone, no worries, I can cut that out or not. You tell me, you know. Or not? Uh, Ooh. If you want to spill that the tea, the, the I'm show, fine with that. The tea, yeah. <laughs> the new episode. Welcome to the tea. Oh, triple tea. Mm-hmm. Triple T. That's um, the thing. Um, I'm so sorry. That's the thing of me. Like I live for the drama. <laughs> I live. I live. Like live it might even. It might not even concern me, but just knowing the juicy details of how that person destroyed the other person's life. Which is, <laughs> oh, girl, bring me the tea. Bring me some toast. I don't know. I'm ready. <laughs> bring me some biscuits. And it Give me the cup, biscuits, let's tea. go. But yeah, <laughs> I, I try not to induce that much into drama, but sometimes I realize I'm just human. I'm just like, oh, drama here? What? Exactly. Who called me, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, Ooh, uh, sorry. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm so obli- obli- I'm so obli- oblivious. oblivious, thank you to it. Like, <laughs> I was uh, for the, uh, the winter party, I was uh, talking with a girl and she was explaining me things like, that go around in the office. And I'm like, what? Ooh. That happens two discs away from mine. What the hell? Yeah. And I did not see it. Yeah. And, like, and she she told me like, Pierre, you're nice, but you don't see shit, okay? And I was like, oh, okay. Like, Excuse me. I was like, okay, tell me more, please. You know. Can you please introduce yourself? So a slight note about me. I'm not from Lisbon. <gasps> I'm a fake per- I know, what a shocker. Right. <laughs> I am from what can be considered the countryside. So uh, I'm from oh, <laughs> peasants. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm from Evra, which is like the capital. It's supposed to be the capital district of Alentejo, which, which is most of the south of Portugal. And for 23 long suffering years, <laughs> I <laughs> I was born, I lived, and just developed who I am now. And now finally, a year after, um, I'm finally in Lisbon, just wow. living my best life. And it, it was meant to be because I'm I'm a person of arts. Oh yeah, so and I'm a person of. Mm. Yeah, I'm a person of production. Like, I I like to be... It's not that I like to be on stage, but I like to create the stage. I like to create the thing, the final developing the process in just making things. I like having my hands on creating arts, creating performance, whatever it is. I might not even be good at it, but I'll be more than interested in trying. That's it's nice. always the thing, like, it's I, I'm up for anything that it's within the world of arts and performance. And Ekenevra, there's, it's very limited, to yeah. be honest, because they live off of tourism, mm-hmm. r- rural tourism, rocks and wine and cheap. But not cheap as in, like, not a lot of money, but cheap as the animals. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, cheap, cheap, yeah. cheap. Okay, okay. No, <laughs> it, it lives off of just a very specific thing. Even the people that try to live off arts there, it's so limited. It's so difficult for them. Like, I like to call them the group of elitists because 
the whole town knows who they are. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, he's the guy from theater. He and like the other five other guys because yeah. that's that's it. It's just like those people who are known and always get uh, the, their money at the end of the month while other artists have to struggle and try their best and end up doing the same that I do, which is change to another city, try again, and hopefully have a better outcome. So you come from Evora uh, in, with the French accent. Uh, but, <laughs> ooh! ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you come from that city exactly or from the surroundings of it? No, from, from Evora, okay. uh, exactly. Good. And that, in there, there's... Luckily, since since it's, uh, since it's a city, like district city, mm-hmm. it's more central, okay. meaning there's a lot more of people that come from other cities as well. Yeah. So I get people from Lisbon, I get people from Porto, I get people from Algarve, I get a little bit of everything. Yeah. So at the end, it doesn't have like that pressured feel of like everybody knows everybody in the town knows each other yeah there's a kind of that um more amplified i would say amplified view of Mm -hmm. people but still like the elder people yeah yeah, the elder people know everybody like my my mother knows everybody and And, how, uh, how big of a city is it I'm not sure. I mean, it's not that big, honestly. It's if we are counting with just the center, without the I would sheep. say like without <laughs> without the sheep. Well, now that you said that, <laughs> it's very tiny. It's like probably one thousand kil- kilom- kilometers. What? Yeah. Sorry, what? Uh, one one thousand. Yeah, 1,000 uh, kilometers. I oh, personally so, think that's sorry. tiny. I, I didn't meant the um, in kilometers, I meant in inhabitants. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> My bad, sorry. Well, <laughs> um, I think we're quite a lot of inhabitants, actually. Like because, again, since... Uh, we are around... 50,000, 50, yeah. something like that. Okay. Like, especially because, again, uh, the um, having people from the outside also helps. Yeah. Of course. So having that in mind, yeah, there's a lot of people. But it, that only happens um, in college. Like in college, everybody, there's so many people in college. But the people that you see that stay... Mm-hmm. In the city, after they graduate, it's like probably two to three percent of the okay. graduates that stay. It's very, very minimal because they see it, there's not much to grab onto there. Like there is not a life they can make unless they know specific specifically what to do there. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just like throwing a dart into the void, basically. Okay. And so, did you went to college there? I did, I did. Um, unfortunately, um, it's uh, since it was, and it still is, college is really expensive. And having that, uh, 
paying that expense in having to live in another city, mm -hmm. it's too much for my mother to be able to yeah. support. So I did. I found something that I could relate to most. Which was? Especially because uh, it was a drama, it's theater oh. slash drama. Oh. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a person who lives for drama. Drama queen. Alert. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I took a year off after high school mm -hmm. to decide what I want. I saw That's so fucking my smart. friends. Yeah, because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to spend money and uh, my time into something that I'm not sure. Because I was in complete darkness. I had just finished high school um, degree. I took... Um, I cannot remember the name of my life exactly in English. It was like culture and literature, okay. basically. Yeah. And I do not really relate to okay. as I thought I could because I wanted to study arts mm -hmm. since the beginning of time. I wanted to try, again, I've always been a person. For the longest time, I wanted to be a fashion designer, actually. Ooh. Yeah, but my uh, we couldn't afford... Going to, I couldn't afford going to going to a school that was away from my home. I was like, you know what, I'll just choose the second best, which was this. And that's where I also found like the only books that I could re read easily mm -hmm. were either poems or um, drama. Uh, the drama, the ones that have like the, the scales of like basically scripts. Yeah, okay. The ones that you use as a script mm -hmm. for a movie, for a theater, those were the only ones that really were like, yeah, I love this. And it was the, always the things that I always presented. So that uh, got to me when I uh, took the, the year off. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I also wanted to, I, I took an interest in dancing, Ooh, like dancing okay. a little bit of everything. Oh, and nice. the thing that stuck with me, yeah, I, I loved it. it. I just have a problem with it because the, I was in, not in a company, but like a association. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a big company, a big thing. It was like some friends got together, they make that association, and then like they put, they uh, gave some classes and... I took an interest because I started with like urban dances, oh. so hip hop, um, from Vogue, things like that. And I was like, yeah, no, this is definitely my vibe. And during that year, I lived like my best, not my best, but one of my highest in because I got to go to competitions. Oh, wow. I got to, you know, I got to experience a little bit of everything and even going to, to classes in other cities and seeing like the best of the best yeah. all around in Portugal. She was like, I was and I was like, these people exist? What? <laughs> You're people who dance? And it's not ballet? What? Oh! <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was amazing. And I took my love for Vogue, which, you know what it is, Vogue, right? Like, um, the magazine? this song from Madonna. Exactly, but okay. it's basically that. Basically, it's like posing and doing oh, it okay. fiercely. Doing it in a way like, you know, I'm a pose, I, this is it, and this is me, pa, pa, pa. They're like, okay. I lived for it. Cause I it was see the such... vibe, yeah. Exactly. And it's something that is also related to drag. It was mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I'm living my best life for Vogue. 
this shablam. I was like, yeah, this is my vibe. And from then on, I was like, you know what? Being on the stage, being making the show is my thing. So I took what was the closest thing and I decided to try uh, theater and drama. And it wasn't what I expected. But then again, I went there without knowing anything yeah. from the world. So I was like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. And that's when my love for makeup also grew up. Let's talk about a bit of... Let's talk a bit about makeup, if you don't mind, because Absolutely. I mean, I've from the the first day I noticed you, because I mean, when I was in the other project I was working in, I did not pay attention to half of the office, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, a bunch of basic. Bitches. I was like, who are those guys doing something different than I am, you know? Um, <laughs> but once I, you know, paid a bit more attention to who was around, I like discovered your fucking on fleek makeup let's let's call it that because i'm totally i i know shit about it okay like uh uh i know a bit now a bit much more a bit more sorry about it because uh, i love shen dawson and oh my god uh, yes you know, conspiracy yeah. <laughs> when i was i i knew a bit about jeffrey star jeffrey star and i was like i don't know why i don't really like this guy like you know i i didn't know why and um Because again, I was not at all into that uh, beauty world. Uh, because I, I mean, you know, I'm a cis guy. I, the only time I put makeup on my face was to make for uh, was to make a Halloween video. Halloween or no, yeah. not even not even Halloween. It was uh, I was basically uh, dragging uh, with my sister. Uh, I have to send you a picture. It was wonderful. Oh, uh, I had like a wig and makeup on to make a video for my best friend. For her birthday <laughs> uh was the intro to the video basically uh <laughs> so that was the first time i was wearing makeup uh and yeah. so i discovered shane and what he did with uh conspiracy his palettes and i was like okay so makeup is not like just makeup like it's art yeah. like it's oh, it's an you art because for definitely. me makeup was like okay you put a touch of mascara and that's it bye ciao you know Um, yeah okay i'm good ciao you know, i would be like those guys on twitter saying hey look at this girl she doesn't wear no makeup that's what you should get that's what you should be doing actually yeah. she had like three layers of foundation and all that shit and I was like, <laughs> yeah you know? oh my god <laughs> yeah. um so yeah when i go when i went to your instagram i was like oh okay like you're not messing around um what, what, what's your what's your uh handle Can you please share that with uh, the people? Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram mostly at Ruhuari. Uh, That's R U R U A R W. Woohoo. So for that, it's again, it started in, in college. Mm hmm. More or less. It was like more of the stage, again, stage and special effects. It was like more exaggerated and more accentuated, and that's the thing that I took with me when I um, when I finished college. Because again, I spent a whole year going like, I probably should get more money before I get myself on this, mm -hmm. and um, I started to do a lot of experiments. I also started to see more of the community because until then I was exactly like you. I was like. Oh, these people always do the same. It's always like a bunch of makeup. It's like talentless, blah, 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 blah. Like I, I always found them the most 
generic mm-hmm. and also going like why do people wear makeup this is such a bad thing like you should be part of your skin of your things of how you look and then i understand oh they don't do it for people but they do it because they feel great with it yeah that's the, that's the difference is they are proud of the work they do they feel great and they're loving to show they're showing their art basically but the more i got into it the more that i saw there's so many types of makeup there it's a whole fucking platform for so many different things so you have the generic beauty makeup you have the special effects makeup you have the face paints body paints i mean it's a whole construction and even like uh, i would say like avant-garde people which is basically people using their faces as canvas mm-hmm. to draw on yeah. things basically, just, just to yeah. let go of frustration or eh, whatever it is yeah. it's you it know, was such an open uh, such an eye-opening from my point of view uh i see makeup as a medium for expression a media sorry for expression not uh, a medium? No, yeah, I see that. I see makeup as a medium <laughs> yeah. uh, of expression because you can, you know, display frustration. Uh, you can also display love. You have so many different colors you can use. So many different, again, effects. If you're like doing VFX and tell me if I'm wrong, but you can use uh, silicon to make like, uh, uh, like cuts in your body like you have you have uh, there's uh, a few pictures that i really love on your instagram um there's this one of this girl with a hole in her uh throat on her throat yes and i'm like this looks so true like you know i'm like it looks exactly the same that when i killed someone (laughs) (laughs) yeah just last friday like it it looks exactly like that (laughs) girl she had the exact same face what the hell? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, no, again, I I love I love doing that project as well. Actually, if I can talk a little bit about it, yeah, please do. Um, I did that for a friend of mine that paid me. Ooh. I didn't do it for free. Yes. Yeah, I didn't do it for free. Not a girl. Uh, ever again for the bad viewers, but for the people hearing, never sell yourself for shorts. Ever, if you know your worth, do it for a price. Like you never uh, should sell your product for such a low amount of uh, money, or even just like, yeah, I'll do it because it's my friend. Oh, no, 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 no. I learned that a couple of times. I was like, I'm done spending my own makeup and money to not even get recognition afterwards. Right. But hey, girl, you get visibility from my band. What's up? Ooh, oh my fucking god! The last time that was sold for shorts, so basically it was all rushed out. It was such a thing that I was not expecting. Like he had talked about this for so long at work, and like, oh, we should do this, we should do that. And you really work. I really need you for this um, promo shoot and for the video later. And I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I'm down. I mean. They sounded like a professional band right. going for an organized one. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm down. And the day I got there, it was, um, I don't really remember exactly the, the hour, but I think it was a, 
about like eight or nine, something like that. So I had like in the morning. Oh, no, no, in the night because okay. I said like I I will be available because I had worked that day. So I worked. I left earlier as soon as I could. Mm -hmm. I went home, shower, um, something like prepare something in very few hours, and then like ran physically all across until Kaish because mm -hmm. I'm living so very far away from Kaish, like the complete opposite. Okay. It's like oh my god, I need to rush myself and whatever. So I got there, and I was the first one. So that was the first thing. It was like wow. the first one there. First one there it was like calling him and going like, "Where are you? I'm already here." It's like five minutes, ten minutes. I'm like, "I finally after ten minutes, he was already there." And like, oh my god, so this is starting off so badly. Yeah. But whatever. He's gonna stay strong after this. We'll talk about the the payment, whatever. So we went. Um. We still had a few drinks first, and I was like, okay, but shouldn't we... Drink afterwards? already. Once it's done? Yeah, shouldn't... Like... We started drinking right before, and then he told me to get myself on a makeup, and it was the most weirdest request ever, which was like, okay, so I want you to, like, I want you to have, like, a tear on one side of your face. <laughs> Like a tear, like a golden tear on one side of my face, and like the other one, really beautiful, really like like you. And I'm like, what the uh. fuck, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? So I I did this like really like beaten up face mm -hmm. with it, a golden tear, I guess, <laughs> and then another part of my face like more of a beauty makeup. I was like, is this? Is this okay? It's like, yeah, 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 it's totally yeah. I'm like, it makes no sense. Uh, listen, whatever. I'm in it. Let's just get this over yeah. with. So uh, they took a few pictures, and even the photographer was like, I'm not even sure myself what I'm supposed to, because he was the only one giving, not the photographer, but the um, the musician. Yeah. He was the only one giving the orders and saying, okay, do this, do that. And we're like, but that doesn't really make sense. But it was like, no, but that's how I want it. So do this and do that. So, so basically, sorry, I just want to cut you right in the middle of this for people to understand a bit more. But there's uh, many artists, people around him. He's not the only artist there. He may be oh. uh, professional in his music, but he sure as hell ain't in makeup nor in video making. And you had a guy making video or photos, I don't remember. Um that did not understand what the heck was going on, right? And there was you also, uh, I'm sorry to say this, don't know if you like it, but let's call you an expert at makeup, uh, a makeup artist at least. And just... the guy would not take advice from you, right? That's that's what's going oh. on. That was what's going on. Like he had a vision in his head and if it didn't go as he wanted, he would go like, oh, let's repeat again as I said. I'm like, yeah, no, this is not, definitely not. And this went on for like four hours. Wow. Until it was, it was until midnight and I had barely eaten anything. I was so hungry. I was, I only had beer in my stomach at that point. That isn't enough. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that your payment? Come on, girl. <laughs> 
And uh, there, it was a full stress. And like the following days, when I tried to talk with him about the payment, he said, "Oh, it's okay. I'll pay you in another way." Whoa. I'm like, "Yep, that's that was the turning point for me." I did not when, know like, that. That that happened, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm no longer." Even trying anything for him because he also tried to ask me to um, do the makeup for the um, for the video, the video uh, music Clip, for the yeah. music video. Yeah, and I said no. Yeah, all Definitely. at all. And he even asked me if I knew any ballerina, <laughs> and I literally yeah. And I went to him and said, "If you are able to pay, I can find you a ballerina." And he said. But you think I'm not able to pay? And I just gave him like the judgment look and said, yeah. Well, was my money taking in, taking in account the circumstances? And I'm like, No, I didn't even associate with him. Yeah. And even the other people that were working with him, I know that one wasn't paid either. Like the one that uh, was doing the social media and marketing, he also wasn't paid. Our friend, right? And. Yeah, our friend. Yeah. He wasn't also he paid. Money. And... Yeah. Mm. And I don't know. It's again, it's such an ungrateful job as well because it's so saturated. Yeah. That nobody else is gonna ask you like, oh, can you do my make makeup like for this amount of money? No, everybody will be like, oh, can you do it for free? Or like, I'm your friend. Can you do this for me? And like, ah. Uh, those days are over. You know, I, I believe your friends should be the one paying the, the bigger price. Like, okay. th they should not be the one asking for free. They should be like, okay, it's got, it costs 50, okay, let me give you 60 that way. You know, I'm your friend. That's how I help you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like, I don't even like, when people say, okay, so how much would you need to do this? And I say, okay, so because I know you and money is tight i won't ask you more than a hundred between mm -hmm. 50 to 100 completely fine with that and they're like sorry i don't really have that sort of money with me right now and i'm like in a pinch and i was like should i always say the same list like uh you should thought about that before doing but, the project exactly that's like the basic of it if if you want to do to have something good you have to pay for it and especially like again with makeup it's fucking expensive like a palette is what 58 euros like come on or even and that's only for one palette with like let's say a basic range of colors right like if you want just the standard one with as many colors as possible it goes like from between 30 to 50 dollars yeah come on it's like yeah it doesn't come cheap and then you have all and the brushes, for, you have the silicone uh, if you need it. Yeah, like that. All the that's things the one I don't I was know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's always that. Like, um, like from for the first projects, I and even now I use latex, which doesn't come cheap. Mm -hmm. Latex does not come cheap, and I was like, okay, but this is the thing that I need for my personal thing. Yeah. And when people want me to do a special effects look. I always go like, okay, yeah, no, you sh you definitely need to pay me because these yeah. things are not cheap and they're in such small doses. So you need to pay for this. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not able to do it. I could not be a parent during this time. I think I could not be a parent at all. At all. You know? Same. <laughs> no, I like to be the parents of uh, animals. 
Okay. And that's it. What, what, what kind of animals do you want to be parenting? I would love to adopt a cat Ugh. and a dog. I mean, the standards. Okay. Now you you're, you're, you're half human. A dog is okay. A cat brings you to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm half human, half demon, right. so okay. <laughs> I would love to have both yeah. those pets. And I've also had a uh, a rabbit, which oh. was the love of my life. She's my life. she was. <laughs> I love it, karaoke night. Um, <laughs> she was such a sassy bunny. Oh, yeah. Like if she didn't like something, it would always hit. With her back legs on the ground and was palms are her feet and we're going like, mm. like I want this I don't want that I'm like don't give me that sassy attitude and then she will do whatever she wants. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, she had such personality, just like her owner, basically. <laughs> you did find yourself a good rabbit. That's a good thing. That's yeah. You know that's what I love with animals. They all have like their own personality, and I know it can sound. Uh, corny as fuck to say this, but oh, no, but it, it is, is true, you know. Um, like the cats they have here, for example, uh, which I called she for many months before realizing it was a she. Um, <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, quel belle chat! It means a uh, cat in French for girls, and I was yeah. like, oh, tu es trop belle, ma mignonne, like stuff meaning Aww. like uh, uh, she's so cute, you know. Uh, I was like, you're so cute, and then the lady was like, it's a he. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, pal? What's with going, homie? You know. <laughs> okay, okay, change, 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 abort mission. <laughs> yeah, abort mission, exactly. Um, but no, and like, he's, you know, he likes, for example, he will lay on you if you are laying, basically. Um, oh. Otherwise, he's just like, Walk, uh, looking at you like hey I'm so superior to you and that's what I don't really like yeah. with cats to be honest I'm like I'd rather have a dog that like acts if he didn't see me for six months when it's actually been two minutes you know um, <laughs> that's the kind of energy yeah. I need for example you know <laughs> yeah like I, I totally know. understand um, and also he's such a bitch like for example I was laying on the couch earlier today I looked at him and I was like give me a kiss give me a kiss you know uh i was not playing with my hands because i know if i play too much with my hands he was going to strike me uh to yeah. strike me. and so i'm just laying there like 30 centimeters away from his face and he just opened his mouth like i'm gonna eat you and he's like <laughs> and i'm like oh really bitch and he starts you know uh tapping his paw on the on the couch I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. Bye-bye. Ciao. You know, like, I'm like, okay, this <laughs> yeah, is okay, your space. I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, God, I'm, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. Ugh. And Jesus. the worst is he's always eating plants, you know, to purge himself. And uh, yeah. the other day, I look at him and he looks at me and he just start, he starts throwing up on the floor. And I'm like, oh, is that the oh. effect I do on you? Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't get it. I know you don't like me, but... <sighs> like, come on. Throwing up? Okay. And then I look at, m at myself in the mirror and I was like, yeah, bitch, 50 days of quarantine. Okay, I understand now. Well, he was crying <laughs> out, you know. <laughs> I know, I feel the same, but chill out, dude. Come on, please have a little respect for me. But, yeah. I've been lucky with cats. Like, my, my boyfriend's cat is... He has two cats. But the black one that he has is such a whore. 
<laughs> in it for he's in it for hugs. He's in it for for being spoiled. He's like, you know, this this is my thing now. I'm like, not even my cat. And he just sits on my lap like, give me huggies. Aww. Like, give me petty. I'm like, I cannot deny this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. It's like so I guess it it depends. Again, it's the thing of um it, each animal gets a little bit of their owner's personality. Right? Yeah, and I think you click with animals, you know, like if I mean if an animal has the same personality as you, obviously you'll be closer than if you sorry, than if you're totally different. Um it's the same for me and this cat, you know. I know he likes me only when no one is home, like when the family <laughs> yeah. is home. I do not exist. I'm not here. <laughs> I can be like, baby, 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 you know? He's like, this he's like, oh, who the fuck is that guy? And when no one is home, he's like, meow, yeah. And I'm oh. like, oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, you, now you come. Mm-mm. You know? Like, I'm not your side chick. <laughs> sorry. It's, you have to choose between me or the hoes, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I love animals. I wish I I had animals when I was growing up. Uh, mm. Was not the case, and uh, that's yeah. I think the thing that I missed the most was animals, like dogs. Um, I don't know why, but I always love dogs. Like, oh, I also love it's their high energy and like they never give up on you. You know, and what I love the most is like when you start petting them and you stop. Just to see their reaction, and they look at mm-hmm. you like, "What you doing, bitch? Put put, yeah. put down your hand on my head. <laughs> Start petting." You know, uh, I love that. It's so cute. Yeah. And you know, I used to be it's... so afraid of big dogs when I was smaller, uh, because I was yeah. basically smaller. And my aunt, she had a, a dog which was a crossbreed between a German Shepherd, a Husky, and like fifty other races of dogs. She was fucking cute. She was fucking cute. She had, you know, one... not really fluffy. She was more like Malinois, you know, like uh, small, uh, small hair, which was really weird. Oh, okay, because, okay. Like she had the color of uh, German Shepherds, but not the hair of a German Shepherd. Uh, <laughs> and she had the eyes of Huskies. She had one brown, one blue eye, which was so fucking beautiful. But she was not trained. So... Like, if I went to pet her when I was eight, she would throw, throw me on the fucking ground, you know? Yeah. Um, then I started gaining uh, twice the size I had, both in length and in white, and in... <laughs> yeah, width. Um, so, a little bit you know, I was, I was becoming a cylinder, basically. Um, <laughs> and uh, when I went to see her, she was not... Impre- I mean, she was not jumping on me anymore, because she was seeing me like, okay... If I jump on this bitch, I'm probably going to die. Um, and I started loving her way much more from that time because I could play with her, for example, without being afraid of, oh, she's going to hurt me or she's going to put me on the ground. I was like, I'm going to put her on the ground, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to this time, bitch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've always loved to play with dogs. And I don't know, if I see a dog in the street, I can't do, I can't help myself. I mean, okay, if I see, like, small dogs, I'm like, what's up, bitch, like... You want my feet on your face or something, you know? Um, I love big dogs. I love big dogs too, but it really depends on the tiny dog. Like pugs, I live for mm. pugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like tiny pigs. <laughs> exactly, with their face like all melted on their, I don't know, <laughs> their skin. it's so crazy. I, I love them, but yeah. I'm like at the same time, this is a demon, you know? Like this. It is. is. <laughs> and he's like, is he okay? Oh yeah, he's just breathing normally. I'm like. <laughs> this is him, this is not, he's so healthy. Are right? you sure? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah, it's it's beautiful. But like chihuahuas and like small, uh, you know, the small old lady dogs, Yorkshires and all yeah. that stuff. I so don't like them. They're so sassy, you know. They're so like loud, right? Loud. But they have nothing to show for it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're they're just there. Because they have to be there. No, it's like that small dick energy, like, oh, hey, look at my dick, look at my dick, look at my dick. And then you're like, okay, let's let's see. And I'm like, oh, no. Let's see. Oh, so, so, okay, bye. I have to go. <laughs> mom? Mom? <laughs> Pick me up, mom. Right? Pick me up. I can't walk. I have walked 500 meters today. I cannot walk more. Please, 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 please. You know. Oh, my it's... God. It sounds so much like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, ugh, come on. It's... I don't know, because at the same time, having an animal is like a lot of care. Um, and with a lot of care comes, you know, some not negligible part of your income to go with it. And I'm like... In time. In time. I mean, what is time? I don't know. I have... You know, like... <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like having a child in a way. I mean, if you treat it right, it's like having a child, basically. Because, I mean... Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I when. just got to think. Like, I need a dog now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's go get one. I'm gonna steal one from my neighbors. Oh. It's just like now. It's mine. <laughs> my precious. <laughs> I love to make that reference, even though I've never seen that movie. <clears throat> oh, same. Oh, I, I'm you. one of. No, I like <gasps> I. One of those trilogies. Everybody says, "Oh, but you have to watch." It's like an icon, and I'm like. Watching four hours? <laughs> oh, thank you. Four oh, thank hours, you. Three times in a row, you mean? Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you no. know, thanks for being one of the, the last, the, yeah, the few people I know, not, you know. Cause oh, no, it's one of those that I cannot. You know, I like those nerds, like, oh, you have to see L O T R. It is so <laughs> great, you know? And they're like, you have to see it. I'm like, why? Because you have to, it's so great. I'm like, just because of that, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, oh my god, I hate it. <laughs> I hate that so much when they go like, oh, but you have to watch it. And you go like, okay, but why do I have to watch it? Uh, because you have to. And I'm like, it's your nerd boner, not mine. <laughs> right? I have other okay. nerd. Okay, hey, wonderful question. What is your nerd boner? <gasps> oh my god, I have way too many. Go ahead. <laughs> Entice me, please. Okay, so I'll just say, like, my biggest two nerd boners, like, the top two. Mm -hmm. So, my first one is RuPaul. Like, okay. oh, my God. Okay. I live for drag. Please, because you talked about drag a bit before. I know a bit about it, not t that much, but I'm pretty sure some people listening... Uh, I mean, you're now an experience. An experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? You've done um, it. You've done I've done it myself. <laughs> I was on the RuPaul drag challenge, bitch. What are you going to do now? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> season three. Mm-hmm. No. Um, <laughs> you a pork chop. <gasps> no, I disguised my identity very well. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, about report. So a little enlightenment. Yes, please. Basically, um, RuPaul is a show about drag queens, a competition, of course, and drags are just men, specifically drag queens, are men dressing up as women. It's as wow. simple as that. It came, it came from the '80s, I think, I believe, like or a little bit about, um, before, mm-hmm. but it had its biggest wow and blam from the '70s and '80s, due to the discos and like yeah. the prizes and the, the competitions that they also had of the houses and I got a complete boner for that I was like I'm a woman but at the same time I kind of relate to this in a way I I feel like I could be a drag queen I could I live for the fantasy that they live yeah, it's a complete. They live a fantasy, and they yeah. they go full out and say like, "No, this is a fantasy." Like, once I'm out of this, I'm a man, and I have my life, yeah. and it's just like I have my personal life. And once I'm in drag, I have a my whole other, and I live for that. And it's like the craftsmanship that they do. I'm like, how? Even in makeup wise, it's like it's still a complete weird concept for me because they have this face yeah. that it transforms just with blue and just 50 shades of Cray. makeup or <laughs> of butter <laughs> and chocolate <laughs> but uh i find i find it an amazing craftsmanship even performances because... live like was, uh, I've never been able to do it, but in way to see one. In the so tell me if I'm wrong, but again, I've never watched an episode of that uh, TV show. I know it's like really famous, and I probably should, uh, but I don't know. I've never been in the mood for it. Uh, but yeah. so uh, in uh, so RuPaul's Drag Race, they do everything, right? They go from the yeah. clothing to the makeup mm. to what. Everything. Yeah, uh, I mean, some of them do buy some clothes, but they have challenges where they have to sew and make a costume. Wow. Or even like there was one, there was a, a an episode where they had to, again, it's it was a sewing comp- uh, sewing episode, and one of them didn't sew, so he glued, he hot glued. What? A, he hot glued a complete and beautiful garment. I was like, how did he do that? With just Hot glue. It was like stunning. Yeah, you it was bet. stunning. I mean, I just I props to them. I mean, they they live their best gay lives, you know, and live for it. And they even go to the extreme of going like, I wouldn't say. How should I put this in words? Like um, manifesting. Yeah, being a woman, basically. Which I found find endearing because it, it kind of, I feel blessed in a way because they are also men who elevate what is being a woman. Mm-hmm. Like they understand they understand what it's not. They don't understand the the things that we go through. But the fact that they manifested it's already enough for me. Like yeah. thank you so much. For- that's what I love with drags because you know they're not afraid of saying hey in each and every one of us we have a part of masculinity and a part of femininity you know like 
each yeah. and every human being has that. Uh, some people showcase it differently. Some people totally deny it. They're like, no, I, I'm a hundred percent male. You know, I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm like, mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay, queen. You know, um, but like. That's what I love with them because uh, when I was in Dublin with friends, we went to like I think it was my first gay bar called the George, uh, and honestly, that was the first time I felt you know, like what my uh, girl friends told me like you're like a piece of meat, because that was definitely it. You walk up into that bar and like all eyes on me, you know. Um, yes. And I was like, you. That's no. Why? Like, I mean, I know I'm like a fucking god, but come on. <laughs> I like, like, I know, please, your eyes away, I understand. <laughs> yeah, like, don't look at your king like that. Like, come on. Um, and so I understood, like, I was like, wow, okay, I get, I get that feeling now. And uh, later that night, they had uh, drag queens uh, dancing and singing. And I was like, what is that? Like, never heard about that. I was like are they girls but no they're not because like they don't look yeah. like it you know like they have men's legs and everything and after the show they came outside to talk with people uh and i got to talk with them and they were like so nice you know and they were just like yeah i just do it because you know that's what i love to do and i feel great that's doing it. it and i was like oh so you're not like some sort of weirdo like you know fantasizing about something they were like no yeah. i mean Everyone is weird, you know, but like they're not because when you when you look at a guy dressing up as a woman, society tells you like, oh, those people are like crazy. I mean, the weirdos, you know, yeah. like, if it's not Halloween, what the fuck are you doing? You know, um... oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the thing. I'm sorry, but the no, thing no, I always ahead. say to everybody, men or female, is got to try to use at least once in your life a skirt. Because it's the most refreshing feeling ever. Like your vagina and balls are just living their best life. Do, do you need to wear something underneath or? Uh... It's optional, honestly. Okay. It's up to its own. But oh my god, it's. I I hate I hate hearing the thing of like. Con concepts of uh, gender and sexuality mm -hmm. and whatever and putting everybody in a tiny little box and I'm yeah. like. Oh, I love sucking pussy. I love sucking dicks. That's about it. And I'm it's like, about it. I mean, you know, like, it's easier for people to put anyone in a box for them to identify and being like, okay, those people are this, I am this, I'm not going to talk to this because they're not from the same box as I am from. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've come to understand. Like, okay, try to keep a, a, an open mind for everything because... Okay, you might not like this box, but in this box, there are things that are interesting for yourself that will help you discover other things that you would never have experienced because you'll say, no, it's out of my box, you know. Um, yeah. And that's, for example, when I came into the podcasting world, because I'm like so big in that industry, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, they asked me on Anchor, the, the website I used to post my episodes, they asked me, which uh, category of podcast are you in? I was like... What? Mm. Like, I history, don't have economy, uh, makeup, video games, whatever. I was like, no, that, I, want a general, I want a general thing. I don't want like some specialty about 
one niche, you know. Um, exactly. I was like, this is so, I want to be able to talk to anyone. Isn't there a, like a box for anything, Everything. you know? <laughs> That would be my box. Anything anywhere, anytime. Exactly, because uh... I'm like, okay, I understand the necessity of it, of having to, you know, um, put things in boxes, because that's what we've always done, you know, with books, with movies, with everything, we have action movies, we have, you know, comedies and everything. So, yeah, it helps people choosing what they, they go after. That. Exactly. exactly. But it, it doesn't help when someone is doesn't know what to do, doesn't know what they want. And it's like, it's good to have like an open world, not yeah. a box, an open choices of like, Choose whatever you feel like wearing a skirt wear a skirt you don't need to put yourself in a box just wear the skirt and yeah. tomorrow you'll wear the pants again i mean it's up to you not up to somebody to say now you're this because you're wearing this yeah that's uh, i mean and again i'm pretty sure most of i mean at least uh, french society is definitely not ready for this uh in a way of we really love to you know put tags on people and Again, I understand why many people do it, and I've done it for many years. But, you know, the more you do this and the more you, like, try to simplify things, the more you actually make them harder to grasp and yeah. harder yeah, definitely. to understand. It's really just... Because yeah. if I put a tag on yourself and I say, okay, she's a makeup artist, that's what she does, and then you go out and, I don't know, drop a, an album, you know, people are going yeah, to exactly. be like... What the fuck? She's a makeup artist. Why would she make music? You know? Exactly, exactly. Like, That's... Uh, okay, so she cannot experience other things? Like, no? And that's... that's the thing that categories give. It's like, if you're put in this box, you're just seen as this. If you try to go outside of that, people will find you weird. People yeah. will go like, that's weird for her to do, or that's weird for Pierre to do. Like, that's not that's not them. It's like, People from the outside view us as something that we do most of the times. So there we go. There's a label for you. Yeah. Once we're going like, oh, but now I feel like I want to try this. That's when things get complicated. Yeah. It's over the thing that you were like. Yeah, it's normal because we grow up. We do. We have a lot of experiences on different things. We want to try different things, and it becomes complicated to try things overall because everything is put in such a tiny label yeah it is like well i might as well compromise i guess yeah and that's also you know like for example uh i love that you stopped a year between high school and college to think about what you want to do um because in my country we don't do that we are again really privileged because you can go to university for 184 euros a, a year Uh, okay, let's say 584 with uh, the social security paid. Uh, wow. And that's university. So like most of the universities, I mean, all of the universities, sorry, is the same price wherever it is in France. Then, of course, if you want to go to business uh, schools and uh, art schools like uh, design, private. private, it's going to be from, let's say, 5K to 15K a year, maybe a bit more than that. Um, but like, let, I, had a, I had a friend that was, uh, uh, I don't know if he still is, but he was at, uh, at least uh, in a um, stillist school. Stillist school? Uh, stylist? Know, uh, no, um, sorry, he was designing clothes, basically, learning how to design oh. clothes and sew them. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and he was paying 15K a year. 
for that. So for me, it was really expensive. Uh, but then I arrived, totally. I arrived here and I understood that most of the colleges, that's the price you pay for like a university, you know? Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So back to France, I took uh, <laughs> university for granted, you know? I was like, yeah, well, whatever, it's free, I don't care. Let's go do something. And if I had taken that gap here to understand, okay, what is it that I want to do? Probably I would have done something different than uh, law and political science, you know? Um, yeah. And th the thing is, in France, you can't really do that. You can't really take a gap year because people are going to be like, oh, but what did you do in your gap year? So, of course, if you're a good, if you know how to sell your fish, uh, sure, you'll be able to, like, explain what you did and everything. But I think it's harder for people to, you know, take a step off, like, w look at their opportunities and choose something from one of those boxes. But then again, you have to specialize yourself in something to then do it for like 20, 30 years of your life, which is like, yeah. why? Because we are, you are 19, you have to make a choice of, you know, going to a school, learning a craft, which might be interesting, might not be interesting. It depends on, you know, mm, exactly. your personality. And then you have to go on and do that job because it pays you well. And like, come on, you can, you can have your home and have your family and everything. And I was like, okay, so <laughs> it's like the basic, you know, uh, tags you can put on yourself is like what are you, what is your degree like, yeah what which school do you go to which is again I, I find pretty limitating uh, on people because like it doesn't make a person who they are uh, a, a degree does not make like person yeah no, I totally understand so yeah I don't know if it's pretty uh, clear or not but hey let's go back to your nerd boners so <laughs> Uh, RuPaul's yeah. was the first one. What is the second one? It's cosplay. Okay. Uh, I love cosplay. Do you know what cosplay is? Um, let's say I don't. So can you please explain to me? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so cosplay is, in a way, it's costume plus pl uh, play. So basically it's people who dress up with of fictional characters or even real characters. So, like, imagine that you have a favorite series mm -hmm. and love it and you want it to dress up as it and you can go do it and be surrounded by other geeks and nerds that also do the same. Wow. Basically. Yeah. And again, it's a craftsmanship thing. Yeah, because you have and to... I mean, you can buy the costume, but exactly, like, yeah. the hardcore cosplayers, they don't buy it. They make it themselves. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you have a little bit of everything. That's why I love cosplay as well, because as makeup, you have a lot of levels to it. Like you have the casuals, the ones that buy, uh, the ones that do the craftsmanship, the ones that sell that craftsmanship, mm -hmm. the, the slut cosplay, as I like to say. <laughs> uh, it's the one that sells, you know, basically yeah. like... Uh, Girls and a uh, woman and men both do it, which is like wearing almost nothing or yeah. like from popular characters doing it in like a slutty, more pornographic way, I would say. And um, I mean, it, it, it's it's there's so many levels to it. I fucking love it. It's such a big boner of mine. Yeah, I so I'm f a bit familiar with cosplay. Um... 
I mean, I'm not weird enough to do it outside of Halloween. Sorry, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I'll take you. I'll take you to yeah. do it. <laughs> But uh, I've seen back in France again. We had those conferences basically where people would come in, uh, come in and be dressed as. Uh, their favorite character from I don't know an anime for example or Star Wars or Game of Thrones and you know it's just like a gathering of people with that same energy who spent hundreds of hours on their costumes and yeah. they're here sharing their passion and you're like wow and then the TV comes in and they're like look at all those weirdos dressing up as <laughs> video game yeah. characters really uh. Uh, there's still a big stigma of it and because people think that it's just a I mean for some it's just a hobby but for others it's a job yeah or a way to cope with uh, problems or I, I don't know man whatever but people still think it's like a thing a play for kids yeah. because it's seen as like Halloween exactly uh, like a carnival thing like okay I get your point of view but If you only knew the level of things that go inside of this, like the competition, there's so many competitions worldwide yeah. for this, where you can earn like thousands and thousands of dollars for just participating. It's basically being a fucking uh, stylist again, like yeah. building clothes and then wearing yeah. it. So you actually have two jobs in one. You design the clothes, you wear the clothes, and you showcase them with your whole body, which is like, wow. Because usually in the, I mean, in the mode industry, you have the guy designing the clothes, the guy making the clothes, and then the guy showcasing the clothes. Yeah, yeah. Or the girl showcasing the clothes most of the time. Basically, um, the, the same as well. Someone designing it, someone producing it, and then yeah. someone showing it. So it, it goes for the same process and people are take it for granted again the, the work that people do. And but now it's gaining so much more popularity. Because you have companies, big companies, um asking for these cosplayers or even even uh craftsmen craftsmanshipers for yeah. each special speciality yeah. to Basically, at the end, make a cosplay to market something like a new game, a yeah. new, new play thing. It's like this is basically cosplay, but people, when it's marketed, they think it's like, oh no, it's crafted or special by these people. You know, like, no, bro, it's still cosplay. Yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, even just for photo shoots, for example, some people just yeah. do it for that. And, I fucking love that. For example, we have uh, this famous YouTuber in France called Squeezie. Uh, he's like a, he's the French PewDiePie in a way, okay? Uh, not really. <laughs> like... Okay, a tiny bit. Okay. Yeah, Squeezie, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he won't. He won't be too busy with the uh, 15 million uh, subscribers. Um, but basically, he did a few video clips of uh, video games like Overwatch. So he would do rap battle uh, with Overwatch characters. Uh, so they were all on a set designed as Overwatch with cosplays oh. of characters from Overwatch. And I was like, oh. this is cosplay. Like, this is it, you know? Yeah. And they were like, oh, this Halloween costume sucks so bad, you know? <laughs> I was ah. like, okay, sure, whatever. 
sure whatever <laughs> but that's that's what i love because there's so much work going into it you know it's it's a fucking passion it's a fucking job like people don't realize how much time it takes to make a a goddamn costume it's like the time money yeah money everything well. yeah exactly it's it's like dogs basically <laughs> how <laughs> it's a tiny dog <laughs> a tiny dog but yeah that's what uh so how do you go through cosplay like do you design your, them yourself or would you rather buy them from the internet oh no we so my sister and i do cosplay uh which by the way if i can plug it yeah, uh, do, we have do. have a page on instagram and facebook at aritana cosplay that is a r w e a n so a r A-R, hold up, it's... Aritana. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Arituana? Oh, no, no, no. Um, I'm gonna... Ari... Oh, Aritana. Like that. I mean, you guys are not saying it, but I yeah, basically oh. showed it here <laughs> how it's spelled. And then you just add cosplay at the oh, end. So it's A-R-Y... Y. T-A-N-A. I did not know about that. Aritana cosplay. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, my uh, my cosplay page and my sister's. So we showcase um, our costumes, basically. Because it's, it, it joins everything, our passions in one. So she loves to make the um, make the costumes. She likes to sew. That's her thing. I like to like make the, the makeup and the props. So each has their own of this world this is fucking awesome i'm looking at the pictures right now i'm like what everything what? I think everything yeah i think everything from our page is uh handmade yeah wow. i believe so everything is you handmade. have some street fighter you mm. have some i don't i, I mean i mean that's that's the thing I, my culture about uh that scene is really, really limited. Evangelion. Evangelion, yeah. We have a little bit of... So well. Even the pictures. I mean, come on. Thank you. Yeah, oh, that's another one that's also um, that's swept under the rug, which is photographers. Photographers are, and videographers are also very related to this. Like, they make a job basically at taking pictures of nerds. <laughs> and able to sell their work like this i mean are you telling me this is a job like taking yeah pictures? definitely like, are you for telling sure me, are you telling me there's hours going beside <laughs> behind editing a picture and thousands of ten of thousands of euros for buying a camera and everything really absolutely wow absolutely. i am absolutely <laughs> i am shook right now I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, this is so underrated. I mean, if you guys can please go check out uh, Aritana Cosplay on Instagram, which is A-R-Y-T-A-N-A -A Cosplay, everything together, and Ari Cosplay on Facebook, so A-R-Y Cosplay. Because honestly, like, again, this is fucking crazy. I love the photo shoot in the forest. I mean, is that you oh. jumping from the rock? Yes, oh my fucking god. I was jumping. It was it was actually doing summer in Sintra. But there, like, the forest is so foggy yeah. and such a mist. I was like, 
just sleeping most of the time. I was like, I'm gonna fall on my face. I'm die but it's gonna be so worth it <laughs> this is i mean this photo is so worth it like can, can she's you, such an amazing so can you tell us a bit more about like what's going on behind behind the scenes of that picture where basically That's... you're jumping with a knife in your hands <laughs> yeah <laughs> to someone else that is also holding a dagger right it's my sister it's, my it's sister. your sister so why were yeah. you fighting with your sister in the forest <laughs> of <Sintra>? in the forest <laughs> So this is a cosplay of um, Princess Mononoke, mm -hmm. which is basically a princess, which is called Mononoke, of the Whoa. forest. <laughs> you, wow. Thank you, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's a princess of the forest that guards the animals and the spirits. And uh, the what my sister is cosplaying, it's Lady Eboshi, like the lady of revolution and capitalism basically you can see it in a way like this so this is sort of a part of the movie except in a forest which is um the princess jumping mm -hmm. from a very high building and trying to kill the lady eboshi to like okay. yeah no bitch you can't you can destroy the forest and um yeah, that's that's what we are cosplaying but the process of this oh my god so it was really uh, it was foggy as you can see in the picture yeah definitely but that, that so foggy so and it's such a beautiful forest if you are able please go it's, it was in monsanto i think like in a part of yeah. monsanto yeah i'm not shocked um, by this because seeing the fog like that i'm like oh this is straight home because I'm, I'm right on the <laughs> other side of monsanto in benfica I'm really close oh, to God, yeah. I'm like one of the entries, yeah. Yeah, I'm like three hundred meters away from it probably or a bit bit more, five hundred or some shit like that. So beautiful. Yeah. It was it was kind of dangerous because uh the rock uh had mug. Mm -hmm. Oh it was really slippery, but I was like, you know what, no, I'm gonna repeat until we have a really good picture and then she snaps this one I was like Yeah, this no is... need to repeat this is the one. Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, I was, you know, scrolling down and I was like, wait, what? What <laughs> is, is this? Is this her jumping from a rock? What the hell? And you have pictures all around Lisbon, uh, which is, I mean, crazy. There's another one uh, that I like really much of yours. It's when you were in the delicate ballerina, uh, ah. where you have the sun just above your shoulder with a flare effect, which is like... Oh my god. This one was uh, from this year, actually. It was, really? uh, in, it was in February uh, during the carnival, basically. And um, we went to have like a tiny shoot mm -hmm. in Parque de It's like yeah. okay. one of those buildings with a yeah. uh, It was a very posh area, as you can see. And the sun, it was, or the sun was going down. And like it hit the perfect spot. Yeah. It's like, this is it. This is the shot. Like, oh, these are giving me so many memories. I'm going down to memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> memory lane. Here we are. Final stop. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> so when oh, did it's so nice. when did this uh, boner started for you? <laughs> oh my god, it's been such a long. Um. 
this year we've made 11 years of cosplay wow so, hold on hold on yeah because the instagram account goes by goes back to 2017 so yeah. <laughs> even Very before that there's like a shit ton more, more of cosplay wow the cosplays that we also didn't put here either because because at the start at the very very beginning we were just making it as like a joke like we were making the costumes because we couldn't buy them online mm -hmm. and um we were just doing it because it was fun being in a community yeah. so there's a lot of costumes that you're not even seeing here on the social media it dates to 2009 so it goes wow. like Way, 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 way back. And there's so much, so much that we've been through for this, but we've always loved it and we'll do it as long as we can. Honestly. This is also like a great activity to do with your with your sister. Like, yeah. this is, I mean, because she, does she do like all of the cosplays? All of them, yeah. She, wow. she knows, she, um, does them all by herself, basically, because wow. I'm a complete fucking idiot, <laughs> and I barely <laughs> know how to sew like a fucking mess. So she's the one that does all the costumes. I help with one thing or another, but she's always the one that's sewing all of them, basically. So everything that you see there, except probably one costume, everything else is handmade. Because... I'm again looking at uh, it's her picture when she's from the back in the forest as Lady Eboshi. I mean, like it's fucking crazy. Like if you zoom on the on the parts, you can see. I mean, the details of it. It's like it's got them crazy. We also participated uh, with the these two costumes to go to France. Actually, really? Uh, Where did you go? Because. Yeah, we didn't win. We got the second place, though. Oh, uh, we got the second. You know, <laughs> uh, but it it was it's a European mm -hmm. European competition in France. It's called World, uh, oh, European Cosplay Gathering. Yeah, that's how it's called, okay. and it's in France because they have this huge expo, and I'm like, holy fucking hell, France! You're wealthy. I don't fucking know about that. What the fuck is it? Oh my god. It's called Japan Expo, <gasps> if I'm not mistaken. Of course, Japan Expo, of course. Because we, we don't call it ECG or European Cosplay Gathering, but we call it Japan Expo. Yes, okay, that makes yeah. sense. I, I, wait, wait, wait. But you have like the, the cosplay competition, basically. Okay. And, oh, it's it's one of our dreams to in the first place. Oh, so is it like the the cosplay show? Yeah, it's uh the biggest for us. It's like the biggest cosplay show in Europe. We have one that is worldwide that happens in Japan, but yeah, I mean obviously. Uh, yeah, but it's directed only for like. Japanese marketing. So okay. only cosplay uh, Japanese produced series mm -hmm. and products basically. While for the one in Paris, 
you can cosplay whatever the fuck you want. And it's yeah. like, yep, this is it. <laughs> this like is it. Yeah. And we have the biggest boner for uh, Japan Expo. And hopefully, if King COVID goes away, <laughs> we we are able to um, go next year. So when is it held usually? It's usually in July, June, okay. July, between those two months. Yes, yeah, so, so this year is fucked up. Okay. Yeah, no, this year it's cancelled. Events are just cancelled overall. Would you believe and that hopefully... it, it took a pandemic to get a cancelled party for Japan Expo? That's fucking crazy. I thought it would yeah. take less than that, you know, just like a, a wrong tweet or some shit like that. Like it usually <laughs> happens. No it's, a, no, it's a fucking pandemic. Ugh. But yeah. Telling... I, I I knew you were a, a bit about uh, a bit. I knew you were a bit into cosplay, just a bit, you know. Uh, a bit? <laughs> because you mentioned it the other day, like out of the blue. Uh, but I'm I'm fucking amazing. I'm fucking amazed, to be quite frank with you, because this is like you have cosplay and you have you know cosplay, but this is like next fucking level. And on the Instagram, you can see the evolution, basically. Uh, yeah. I mean. Pfft, I'm, yeah, I don't know what to say, honestly, it's like, I'm like, oh, thank, you so thank you so much. It means a lot to us because it really sometimes it feels like our work is not worth enough or it doesn't have its spotlight as we'd love to have. So it's really meaningful when you say that, like, it's a whole new level. Definitely. I've honestly, again, I'm not uh, huge into that scene. But because I don't, I mean, I don't know much about it. But when I see, like, first, uh, the, the level of the clothes, because I've seen cosplays, I see a lot on Twitter, of especially people, like, you know, cosplaying TV shows like Game of Thrones and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, okay, like, yeah, you're wearing a fur and, you know, saying you're John <laughs> whatever. Yeah, like, okay. you know? um, but here you have the technicity of the clothes making, uh, you also have everything th thought through because you have makeup on, uh, you have wigs. I mean, you know, and the pictures again, the quality of the pictures, it's ugh, it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say, honestly, because it's just mesmerizing, if I can say this. Which character is uh, Jabami Yumeko? Oh, Jabami Yumeko. Okay, so that's from... Um... Oh fucking god, I cannot remember. Kakegurui? Yeah, Kakegurui. So it's okay. basically an anime about gambling. Okay. And she's known as like the bitch who comes every time that she wins a game. <laughs> <laughs> like if you see it's on Netflix, anybody that is able to see it, go see it because girl makes most sexual expressions around like <laughs> She yeah, she like, just wins. When she wins, she's like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I see the vibe. I understand. Oh my yeah. god! But uh, I love I love it because it's okay. so stupid. Being so stupid is the reason I'm like, now oh, I need to cosplay. I need to do it. Just do it. Just do, do it. it. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Thank amazing. You. Thank you so much. And also, I see like the a few sites from um, from Lisbon that I've seen by night, for example. It's a picture of your sister dressed as uh, Misato or mm -hmm. Kat yeah, yeah. Katsurai From Misato, Evangelion, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where she is, uh, you know, near uh, Parque de Nasoish 
uh, it's the tower. Uh, I don't know if it's a tower, but it's yeah, like, uh, the, the old tower you know, has like a curly like a, a circle around it. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, I've seen this place before. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was after the winter party. I tried to take a picture of it, but too much alcohol in my veins. <laughs> Yeah, Tumor's like, I don't think I'm taking a picture. Oh, fuck it. I, I need a, tr a tripod to take... Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's go home, guys. <laughs> yeah, most of these are taken in Parque des Nações, except like one or two. Everything else sits there because it honestly has the most versatile um, background. Yeah. And it can be used for anything, really. So it's... It's a great place to take pictures. And it's it's beautiful at the same time because it's both... You have modern uh, areas of it where you have like huge... Not huge, but big skyscrapers uh, with mm -hmm. big uh, big areas between them. Or you can take... Mm -hmm. Like, I'm seeing a picture right now where you have basically, I think it's you and your sister. And then you have uh, mirror uh, windows uh, beside you. So it's like two pictures in one. You have what's behind you guys, I mean, behind you girls, and you two dressed up, you know? Um, yeah. And that's what I love with uh, with that place, because, like, the first time I got there, and I saw the um, I saw the train station, I was like, what? Where am I? Yeah, it you know? feels like a whole other world. It feels like a metropolitan sci-fi place exactly. as well. And compared to the city center of Lisbon, which is really historical, you arrive there and you're like, where am I? Like, yeah. you know, like my friends, my, my friends told me, oh, take, take that train uh, from Santa Apollonia, uh, just one or two stops. I don't remember. And you'll arrive there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take the train. I don't know where I get off, but okay, sure. And they were like, no, but once you arrive, you'll know you're there. And I was like, yeah, okay. And indeed, two stops later, I arrived and I was like, oh. Okay, this, oh, this is, is it. this is it, you know, <laughs> and indeed, like it's just so it has like what twenty two years now, I think it was for the, um, the, the how is it called the international exposition or some stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the Esh Expo noventa. It was yeah. It's for like noventa maybe. Yeah, noventa It was like basically a whole like we have money, so let's make a. <laughs> whole thing for like science and yeah. the oceanary and very posh i would say almost so yeah i was yeah you have like skyscrapers a bit with uh offices you also mm. have huge parks where you can lay you have the uh the Oceano Oceano thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the aquarium the aquarium basically yeah. Um, you have the Altis Arena, which is like a fucking huge stadium of for concerts yep. and well, yeah. cosplays, uh, conferences as well, I think. And uh, yeah. uh, the it feel and... it's it's huge. It's, it's huge. really beautiful. It's such a big difference. It's in like yeah, yeah. It's like it doesn't even feel like Portugal. The idea that you have is something something a bit more uh, rural, rural and family friendly and like yeah. beaches and like small little houses yeah then you have like this place which is like where the fuck am i yeah it's totally modern and just 
a breath of fresh air. When you step mm-hmm. up, when you step inside uh, Vasco da Gama, the, um, the, 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 the mall, basically, you're like, is there water on the ceiling? <gasps> Yes. You know? I was like, what? I love it. That's my favorite part of I was like, oh my God, it's raining, but yeah. it was so sunny. <laughs> exactly. And you have those. My mom, my mom had to say like, it hardest things they have there. I'm like, no, it's definitely raining. <laughs> This during summer, I was like so confused. Yeah. I see the water, mom. Don't tell me it's not raining. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When actually, no, it's not raining. It's just water being poured on the glass, which reflects yeah. beautifully on the ground and on the walls when there's sun. Because it's like yeah. the smoothness. And I'm like, I hate malls. I'm not going to lie. I, too many people for me. I'm like, whatever. What is going on? Like, who's that is touch- Like, who's touching my backpack? Who's touching? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I don't have money, okay? Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, but when I, get, when I went there, I was like, wow. I think it was like 35 degrees or some stuff like that, really hot. And you step inside there and it's like cold and it's cozy, even though it's super big, yeah. you know, I was like, And you have a lot wow. of rich people there too. Yeah, I was like, okay, oh, there's a wallet on the ground. I'm going to take that. Oh, 5K. Mm-hmm, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. But yeah, I see what you mean. And I think it's a beautiful part of Lisbon, even though it's really far uh I mean, it's what, maybe 10 kilometers away from the city center easily, right? Yeah, or probably. But again, transports, they make it easier. Yeah, it's very far away from basically everything. Yeah. But it's such, it's such a breath of fresh air, really. It's like, yeah. oh, it's so different to be here. Thank you. And you can like stay on in the next to the Tajus where you have the biggest part of the estuary, I believe, right? Or one yes. of the biggest parts, and you're like, yeah. this is the fucking ocean. No, it's not, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, the river. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's such a shame that everything here there, it's expensive. Like, mm. the on the sidewalk of the river, you have all of those um, restaurants yes. and, like, Snack yes, bars. Yes. Oh my god, everything is so expensive. And th- that part looks like Spain or, you know, south of France, really balneary type of uh, cities, yeah. I believe. And then 200 meters away from that, you have a goddamn skyscraper that has, like... Yeah. Th- that's what I love with Lisbon, because you have so many different, uh, you know, ambience, environments between 100 kilometers Uh, radius you have uh, yeah. fucking Sintra where you have when it's 25 degrees in summer because of that fucking forest which is great and then you yeah. have on the fucking beach and you're like why what 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 and then you arrive in Lisbon and you're like this is like middle ages with those old buildings <laughs> and this castle and those huge places those huge squares like yeah. Plaza do Comercio and you're like oh, yes You get a little bit of everything. You get a whole experience in Lisbon, really. You can even buy tree, uh, buy tea on the street. The people that buy that sell tea, they're like oh, hashish, yes. marijuana, and if you say yes, they will sell you tea, basically. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's tea, uh, oreganos, exactly. you know, the little things. <laughs> right. Oh my god. But yeah, Lisbon is. Uh... So you know, earlier you asked me like why Portugal. Uh, honestly. 
before coming here, I knew nothing about Portugal. Like, I think I knew Lisbon was the capital. I'm not sure. I was, well, maybe I said <laughs> Porto. Um, but all I knew was that, like, there had been this huge uh, earthquake because I had played uh, Assassin's Creed and there was an earthquake there. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. At least that. At least that, right? Um, and yeah, I don't know. And once I stepped here, I was like, wow, it's mid-May. Uh, I left France where it was like 15 degrees. I arrived here. It's like 25. I'm in shirts and shorts. And I'm like, okay, I like this vibe, you know, just walking down, strolling down the street. And I don't know, it's like so much lighter here. I don't know how to say it, but yeah. I think it's also because since uh, we're such a small country, still like there's a much bigger connection as in like being a community like having that face not face to face but like that light mood to us it's like yeah no, no need no need to be mad like 10 minutes away you have a beach go there yeah. go have a cocktail just stay there <laughs> and that's you know even the like people here are not rushing in france everybody's rushing and rushing to their job if you go to paris for example and if you make the mistake of taking the the subway at eight or eight thirty before nine, people are running every fucking way. You know, here in yeah. Lisbon, people are waiting in line in front of the bus. I'm yeah. like, what? I mean, I'm the I'm in France. We don't do fucking lines. We do a fucking herd trying to push oh, everyone. You know, we push like, everyone inside. Like, let, let me in first. I was here first. You know, no civilization, no nothing here. Once I made the mistake of uh, passing in front of someone in the in Lidl, where basically, you know, you make the queue for one uh, cash register and they open a new one. There was two people yeah. in front of me. One went to the new one and the, the other people did not go. So I went at this place and yeah. uh, the guy told me, what are you doing? It's my it's my turn. I was like, well, yeah. bitch, like, just move your ass. I'm like, yeah, just chill. You know, I have to, you have time. Yeah, everybody's yeah everybody's like ah oh, but have time just yeah. chill out and i'm like dude i have 20 minutes i'm dead if i'm not back home in 20 minutes you know <laughs> which is like my yeah, like, french mentality you know? like i literally die and no need for that like just chill and oh. that's that's what i like here as well like i don't know just take your time what what I miss the most, honestly, with this COVID shit, is going on the on the cash banks. I mean, on the cash, uh, at after work, you know, with the sun setting down, with yes, um, underneath the tree, on my like kind of big thing where I can lay on the grass. I don't know the name oh. of it, um, and just I having a, my bottle of Sagresh and just you know. Oh yes, I'm just enjoying the sun. Yeah, exactly. And the best thing after that is like, well, since I'm already outside, I might as well just go for a bite too. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, just having an outside dinner, having a great time, having some more drinks. It's like, yep, this this is fucking amazing. Yeah, this is nice. So thank you, COVID. You damn cunt. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, little bitch. So after, so you stayed home for a, a few months. And you went out, so how, how was it? Like, how how was the first picnic? 
Oh, such a great... I mean, I've... Actually, I've already left a few days prior <gasps> with my boyfriend. Oh, <gasps> shook! I needed to. Yeah. I was already going insane. And, and I, needed to be, <laughs> I needed to be with my boyfriend. I was like... I, I, two more days and I'll just go insane. <laughs> I mean, girl, you're already insane from the get-go. So after 50 exactly. days of quarantine, so I'll, like, I'll what? Just kill people. I'll just kill people. Like, I'll just go back to killing people. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I needed to. And it was just like being with him. We were at seeing the sunset, basically. Wow. Just chilling. Talking about shit. And I was like, Oh, fresh air, being outside, being with the person that I love, seeing the sunset, it's just like, yeah, this is life. That's just... what you've been craving for, for all those months. Oh my god, and it's, if I were to think about it, it would be such a, like, vulgar thing, like, I wouldn't even think about it. But now, just feeling the wind, yeah. being close to someone else other than my sister, <laughs> bless her, <laughs> Bless her, though. I love her. <laughs> but just being being in a different scenario where I could just breathe, basically. Yeah. It was just like yeah, being alive again. And the picnic that I had yesterday, there was, first of all, it was in Alameda, close uh, on the, the um, Font Luminosa. And there were so many people. Like I was going like... There are going to be so many people. Uh, we got to be careful with it. Nobody was being careful. Yeah. It was like, I mean, everybody had like space between them. But still, there was so much people. Like, it almost feels like COVID never happened because it's yeah. such a Portuguese thing of like being outside, enjoying the sun and yeah. being close with people. Like, that's something you cannot take away from us. Basically, like once you take that away from us, there's nothing we go back to. Imagine Centos Populares in lockdown. Oh, cancelled. Cancelled completely. So basically, like, this is uh, the whole month of June is a month of celebration in Portugal, right? Um, yeah, June and July. June and July. And can you explain what, uh, what Centos Populares is? don't mind so yeah no absolutely so in my knowledge uh santos is basically it happens from like may till july actually okay you celebrate the saints basically so we have a, a, a saint for each month mm -hmm. and the, the one that we most celebrate it's uh san juan which is saint June. June. Yeah, St. June. And it's just a celebration of feast. So you just feast on life, on food, on, on the streets. Just on the streets, on being drunk. <laughs> and but, partying uh, until 3, 4 in the morning and then going back to work the like next day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going straight work it's like yeah but it's just a festival it's a celebration basically to being around with people and sharing most most importantly is the feeling of sharing the yeah. thing of sharing food sharing drinks and sharing the feeling of 
being able to be free and just having the festivity overall. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the thing that's about Portugal is like, once you take that away from us, like the partying, the, the sharing, the feeling, and there's nothing else for us to showcase, basically. Like, not that great of a deal, but there's not much more for us to showcase, basically. Because one thing I was really shocked by and, like, wowed by was, like, how you guys just live outside. Like, yeah. outside is your place, you know? Um, yeah. It's not something I understand as a French guy because we are more, like, inside people. Uh, you know, staying in your in your home, or even with friends, you know, like you do a party, you're not going to party in the street. If you party in the street, there's going to be someone snitching up on you, saying to the cops, hey, oh, like a party on the street, you know, which I can yeah. understand because in France, if at 11 fucking p.m. you're not sleeping uh, and you make noise in the streets, everybody's going to be mad at you, you know. Uh, so I arrived here with my French baggage of being like. My French luggage, rather, of being like, what the fuck? Someone is screaming yeah. in the street at 11 p.m. I'm trying to sleep, bitch. I sleep at, <laughs> yeah, you like, know. my fucking gosh, shut up. Yeah. And everybody's going like, join you us. Sh <laughs> you shut up or join us. You know, like. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and with the month of June and living in Santa Apollonia, which is like pretty crowded area, even though it's not the crazy. most crowded one, but it's still. Crazy. I was like... I need earplugs to sleep. Like I, I can't do this shit anymore. You know, I was like b having breakdowns every two days, and <laughs> like on the 13 or 14th of, Ju of June, I don't. Remember, I think it was yeah the 13. I was still in training, and my flatmates they were like, "Oh, Pierre, come with us. We're going to go to Alfama and have fun and go out." And I was like, "Oh, I can't. I'm, I'm working tomorrow." And they were like, "Oh, come on, like stop being a." <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, like, okay, yeah. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Um, I went with them, started drinking. I lost them at some point. Don't know how, just lost them. Uh, I ended up uh, meeting some Australians that were here for surfing. What? Like, yeah, there was this dude. I was dancing on Kuduro, which I don't know how to dance, but still. Oh my I God. Um, <laughs> you know, it's easy. I just have to follow people. And that motherfucker just pulled beer on me. And Ooh. that's one of the things that I'm like, mm, I'm going to beat you up, you know. And I turn myself around and I'm staring at my height to his uh, tits, basically. Like the guy was really tall, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm already one, one meters and 80. The guy was like two meters something. <laughs> so once I, you know, once I look, I had to like uh, look up. And I saw the dude, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be a bitch about him because I'm probably going to get <laughs> yeah. fucked up, you know? So I was like, hey, man, what's up? He just put beer on me. And I was like, oh, mate, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, this Australian accent. Yeah. Uh, we actually hit it off. It was really nice. And he had some friends from uh, Sweden, I think. Sweden, Norway. I don't remember. Like, northern You just got new countries. friends. Yeah. You just got new friends from that night. Exactly. And they were like, oh, we're going to Bika. Do you want to come with us? And I was like, "What? where is Bika? Like... Like, oh, it's because I knew nothing about Lisbon at that time. So they want to go to Bayreweltu. I know how to go to Bayreweltu. They don't. So we go there. I don't know how I do it because I'm already drunk and I've never been there. I just know like, yeah, it's 
like around there, you know. Um, yeah. So we start walking and walking, and we we talk, we have fun, and everything. And then at some point, we end up on the stairs, you know, near Bika. Like you have those huge stairs going from, yeah. you know, Cage de Sordere to to Bika. And these these stairs, they were full of people, like literally full yeah. of people. Yeah. Yeah, and we start, you know, going up, but you have to be careful because there's people serving beers from their home to people in the streets, like in the fish and know? serving yes, everything, like from their homes and bifanias <laughs> and sardinias and everything. And yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, and it was lovely. It was great. There's music from everywhere, and so we walk up the stairs for like 20 minutes. We just did half. And girl, I look at my phone, it's 2.30 a.m., I'm working the next day, and I realize there's, like, way too many people around me. I'm starting to have, like, a panic attack. I'm like, not panic attack, yeah. but, like, a breakdown. I'm like, imagine if there's some motherfucker starting to run or screaming. We're all dead, you know? So I was like, I looked at my new friends and I said, hey, you're in Bika now. My mission is accomplished. Bye-bye. I'm yeah. going home. They're like, no, why? I was like, okay. I just need to go home. Please don't ask any questions. You were nice, blah, blah. I mean, I didn't know them, so, you know, it was okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was like, have a great time. Ciao, see you. Best decision of my life. I was like, okay, let's go home and sleep. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it was so crazy that night, and I loved it. But you need to be prepared if you come to Portugal that people actually live outside. And yeah. it's just normal. And that's, you know, it's the southern way of life in a way oh yeah honestly, sure you know? like in Continuing. spain and uh even in turkey it's the same and uh, so different to my culture of france and it's great to see other things you know in other cultures and learning other things like that and i was like wow i have so much to learn about this because i'm like i go to sleep at seven what's going on what's the problem you know? yeah <laughs> Like at seven, it's when we start the party. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't even eat at seven. I'm like, what? I'm hungry already. No. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nope. Let's go. Let's go eat at ten. What? But at ten, I'm going to bed. Come on, come on. So yeah, I have a. Actually, it's a one or two final questions I'd like to ask. Um, the first one being, what would be three movies you would recommend the most to people? Oh, uh, three movies? Yeah. It can be five, it can be two, like, you know. It's just so difficult. Okay. Actually, because I have so many on the back of my mind, like, trying to remember one movie that stuck with me the most. Okay, so one is a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's A Bit in the Woods. It's what, sorry? It's... Cabin in the woods. A bin in the woods? A bin, cabin. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was, a bin. Yeah, I was hearing like a bin as in a trash, a trash in the woods. I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. <laughs> a bin in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> it's cabin in the woods. It's basically a horror movie that puts all of the tropes of all of the horror movies in one. And they're like make a fourth wall of it like they break it and it's okay. going like yes these are all the tropes of horror movies okay, okay. you're welcome crazy yeah yeah but it's fucking amazing it's like breaking every 
I mean, it's not breaking, it's taking these stereotypes and acknowledging them, mm -hmm. which is a great thing going like, so these are all the steps for you to make a horror movie. It's like how to, it's the how to guide to make horror movies in a movie. Yeah, almost. Yeah, in a movie, which is like <laughs> fucking stupid and hilarious. I love it. Uh, oh my God, more. Two other more. I mean, out of my... Oh, The Black Swan. The Black Swan. The Black Swan. It's another one that I have to go back to and act on it. But the quality of an innocent girl making mm -hmm. the part of a swan, the white swan that's, that comes natural to her. But also having to try and the complete opposite okay. like the whole character development that she takes into trying to understand what it's like being that side okay yes it's like it's it's a stunning movie with natalie portman i mean mm, okay yeah come on that woman is a goddess she so is. been in the woods black swan and I don't know, so many that I love. And I'll probably, like, after this, yeah. I'll remember yeah, another one and be like, oh my fucking yeah, God, I should have I said, should have said that. Yeah. And I'm going to receive like 15 messages like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the movie <laughs> is, is it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But uh, one that's um, striking the most in my, you know, it's Annihilation, which again, with it's with uh, Natalie Portman. So it's and... annihilation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I never know how to write uh, this. Annihil annihilation, basically. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Uh, it's stunning. It's kind of like a sci-fi slash horror movie mm -hmm. slash psychedelic. It's such. It's such a weird trip because it's basically this alien. Like outside of a mansion thing concept that uh, gets into Earth, mm -hmm. they consume part of it, like they consume a forest, and they change the DNA of the environment. So, like, mm -hmm. they make a, a mix of flowers with people, and like, who, whoever goes in there basically becomes a whole new DNA thing. It's such okay. a weird concept. It's so beautiful. So you have like this whole, it's a story of uh, three, no, five, five or four women that whose husbands or partners have died or are no longer with them or have like a really heartbreaking background mm -hmm. and in a way they feel like they can just deliver their lives into trying to understand what this new environment is making and it's the story of all of them and like reflecting upon it because in a yeah. way besides being sci-fi in a horror movie there's moments that you reflect upon them like their stories 
I'm kind of like almost have a feeling of like yeah, I I do yeah. understand. That. I can relate to that and being like yeah. okay, understand yeah. why. Okay, yeah. And it's such a beautiful piece as well. The soundtrack is fucking amazing as well. Okay. It, it's like this weird alien sound <laughs> happening. Oh, it's beautiful. I recommend it. Of, of all three, I recommend the most. Annihilation. Yeah, the most, okay. definitely. Um, my final question would be, if you had the chance to see a 10-year-old Ruth, I love saying your name like that, what, 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 uh, what would you say to her? Oh, tiny, tiny little Ruth. Oh, I will be very generic and say be your best self and be humble like not being afraid because it will get you to places being who you are and getting to know yourself is definitely the most important part of your life like don't i mean it's having like that unapologetic just be your true self and never stop trying to find ways to be your true self because it's a constant you'll never be satisfied but you'll always find happy moments throughout your life and you'll live it the most out of it sure that's beautiful thank you this is a fantaful okay well <laughs> thank you so much Ruth. Uh, thank you for being here on the podcast uh it's been a long time i wanted to have you here honestly uh, especially once thank i learned that you were a makeup artist i was like wow okay <laughs> i know shit about this but i want her in i want her on triple a you know um yes thank you so yeah thank you so much i had a blast talking with you today um same i'm sure the people listening will have a blast as well because usually when I have a blast, they have a blast. And if they don't, Hope. just fucking unsubscribe, bitches. Like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> out of here. If you're not vibing, get out. Get out, you know? No, so yeah. Truly, truly, thank you. Thank you so much. 